Brian Court Talk affects the Mayans. Welcome to the Clubhouse Prospects. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, watchers. Yeah, that's uh, that's an old one there. It's been like four years since we last saw Jax Teller and the rest of Sam Crow, and now we're back with Sutter and some other familiar faces for a new story. And also, we used to cover Sons of Anarchy, didn't we? Yeah, I think we talked about it a couple of times. I think people liked it. From like season one to like that last season, right? Yep, all the way to season seven. I have a funny story to tell you if I haven't already. Yeah. What's the story? <laughs> oh, you want to know the story? Yeah, let me know the uh, story. So in, in, pre- in preparation for the Mayans, one of my old friends who I used to tell to watch Sons of Anarchy all the time, he finally started binging the show. He watched one through five, thought it was awesome, and he was like, hmm, I wonder about six and seven. So he skipped all the way to the series finale, and then he sent me a text message. He's like, <laughs> yo, that series finale, what's up with that? And I said, if you had asked me, I would have told you to skip the the last two seasons. And like, I didn't know at the time that that's what he did. Well, See? you can't totally skip the last few seasons. Yes, you like can. No, Season because five you, could have been the end. No, done. because if you do that, you miss the amazing love story between Venus and Tig. Oh, well, how about this? We transplant that love story to the end of season five. Okay. Like we just bring it with us there were, and then you can forget the rest of the stuff that happens. There were other things, but yeah, there, okay. there were other things. All right. So enough about that. We'll talk about that at a different time in a different place, but yes. just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefanweb.com. There's a lot of great writers over there. And if there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it in court. How can the good people reach us? You can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There is groups galore about Mayans MC clubs and stuff like that. Yeah, Mayans MC clubs, crows, dogs, um, motorcycles, just all kinds of things. Mice. But, the mice. But we're. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Can you go? No, I just said mice. Oh, you said mice. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> mice. What? Mice. Never mind. Just the mice, the, the mouse mask, and everything else. The the oh, mice and rabbits. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Did, gotcha, you gotcha, did gotcha, watch gotcha. the same okay. show as I did, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I didn't. I was yeah. watching something else. I thought so. Yeah. So there, there are all those things over on Facebook. But besides that, you can find us a couple of times. We have a couple of different groups. We have our main Brad and Court talk where we have different shows that we discuss. We have our old school Watchers of Anarchy group where uh, we discuss Sons of Anarchy. And we have a lot of great people over there who are enjoying the Mayan so far or, you know, just giving it a chance. And they have some different questions. So if you are enjoying the show as much as we are or also have those same kinds of questions, go ahead and join us in Watches of Anarchy uh, or on our Facebook page for Brandon Court Talk if you want to talk about other TV shows. We've been covering a lot of sci-fi stuff and uh, Freeform. Uh, we covered Siren. I wrote about, um, what's that new show I like? Cloak and Dagger. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. If yes. you haven't seen it, go check it out. That and Runaways. Yes. So good. Cloak and Dagger was amazing. It was a great show. Yeah. But we're here for something a little bit more edgy uh, with Sons of, not Sons, no, uh, not with sons the of offspring of 
Sons of Anarchy, the Mayans. So we had our good old friend Marcus Alvarez. He's back, and he brought a lot of friends with him. Yes, he did. And episode one, very interesting. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So this was episode one. It was titled Pero, and it was like a slash OC. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that didn't mean like Ocean City. (laughs) Or Orange County, no. or is is it Orange County? It's Orange. Is County. Is that where they are? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was Orange County, from what I understand. <laughs> or they they're in uh, San Santo Padre, right? Uh, is that in Nancy? Yeah. If anybody knows, you guys send us a message and let us know exactly where these guys are located. Yeah, we know we got California people out there all over the place. So y'all, let I'm, us know I'm on saying, just let us know where they're located. Because remember, Sam Crow, our Sons of Anarchy guys, they were located in Northern California, and uh, we saw some San Bernardino people mm-hmm. uh, with Robert Patrick. He came back. Yeah, Hard to but it's it's a small thing. It's a small thing in a very very long episode with lots and lots of details. I'm not saying that as a complaint. I, I appreciated the fact that uh, we had was it 90 minute episode. Right. We got a lot of those in the last season. I'm hoping they they save these as special episodes. This was the series premiere, and uh, we got a lot of information and a lot of new characters and a lot of new story. And I, for one, am intrigued. Yeah. Well, we did have the sign when they were across in Mexico. They did say there was a sign somewhere that said Tijuana. So yes. that kind of gives like Tijuana was going a little further south than where they were. Yeah, it's but it still gives us a general area where they were. And, yeah, you know, when you're in the Navy, they tell you never go to Tijuana. What do I do? I went to Tijuana. <laughs> there you are. Did you get a tattoo? No, I did not get a tattoo in Tijuana. Okay. I was a young buck at that point in time. I was like 18. <laughs> I just got beer and stuff. <laughs> So in this episode, Easy's fate is in flux as the MC and the cartel find a common adversary or an ally for some of the club members. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode was directed by Kurt Sutter, wonderful Kurt, and it was, of course, written by Kurt Sutter. And the show starts off with the homeless girl, oh, I mean the mangy dog, chewing on a dead crow. But I feel like there was another homeless girl in there, but she wasn't the homeless girl. No, she was the she homeless wasn't. girl reborn, but she was one of the yeah. Los Olvidados, yeah, yeah. and now she's their leader. And if y'all remember on Sons of Anarchy, the homeless girl that we would see randomly that Jack saw and all that. Was throughout all seven throughout seasons. The, yeah, entire uh, season of the show. Right off the bat, I thought this dog who we saw like four or five times in this episode, eating a dead crow, pretty much tells you everything you need to know about it. I mean... <laughs> Jack Stellar. Do you know what I thought dead. about the dog? What did you think about the dog? I thought Jax was reborn as a dog. Oh, there's a possibility he's eating a crow. Huh. That yeah, crow. He's blonde. And that crow did not fly a straight line. No. no. Well, neither did he at the end of the no. series. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm he, sorry. He, he, I'm, he flew straight into something. Yeah, I'm tomato stop. truck. Tomato truck. Stop. Okay. So stop it. this has been, you know, 10 years since Sons of Anarchy aired. On the show, um, yeah. Well, ten ten years in the storyline, right? No, Sons of Anarchy. The first episode aired on September third, oh, yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like since it ended. No, I'm saying yeah. like ten years since we aired the show to start with. That started all this stuff. I can't believe it's only been ten years. That's insane. I know. It seemed like a lot longer. We've known yeah. each other for so long. I know. Yes. I miss you guys. I wish I wish like the world was smaller or like they had uh transporters already. It would Come make, on. It would make things a lot easier. So yeah. We had a few little gems in this episode though. We got 
you know, we saw Gemma. <laughs> we did. And I was thrown initially. I was like, oh, wait, Gemma? Gemma's going to be in the show. Wait, but Gemma can't be in the show because spoilers. Right. Gemma died. Yeah. Like a lot of other people. And then I thought I saw Bobby. I was like, Bobby can't be in this because Bobby's dead also. Well, they can because I think we figured out it was like four years ago when. Yeah, I think um, Myra, she was speculating that it was around season three or season four of when the guys were all in jail. Exactly. So, yeah, again, this podcast is going to contain spoilers for Sons of Anarchy. If you haven't seen Sons of Anarchy, you're already late because we already told you Jack's died. Sorry. A couple it happened. Um, and he's a dog now. And that we actually kind of pull things off of our Watchers Anarchy group as well, because, you know, we got a lot of people in there. They, they point out some good things that, yes, that flashback that we had with Easy happened during season four or five of Sons of Anarchy when they were in jail. Now, we remember Big Odo was in jail, and Jimma would go see him also. Odo. So we don't know if everybody else was in jail, but we just don't know, you know if she's there. I guarantee at some point in time, Katie Seagal will sing a song in the show. It will happen. Yes. And we know that, you know, things are a little bit in flux there with the Suns, but we're not paying that much attention to them. We have enough flux going on in this Mayans chapter that's going down here. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, there's so much going on. Um, so the Galindo cartel, we remember um, Marcus and the Mayans, they took over like running drugs for the cartel uh, back when the Suns had it initially. Mm-hmm. And they actually took that over. So apparently uh, the Mayans, like this chapter, the Santo, actually these guys are called uh, Los Asesinos de Dios. They're God's assassins. All righty. Yeah. So their chapter, they're the ones that's actually handling, dealing mainly with the Galindo cartel and, um, I guess, running the dresses in the drugs. Right. Because like across the border. And, well, they're they're running the drug money, so that's how they're making their easy money. But things are going bad when, you know, they get robbed, which that whole part had me going right at the bat there. Because they're in the back of the truck and they're cruising down the road and I'm like, your protection... One, your protection motorcycles are so far behind that all this crap went down that they didn't get there until like five minutes later. Like, yeah, it felt off. Like, you guys are really bad at this, but they were bad at this on purpose. And Well, no one, yeah, and we kind of figured that out here after a while. So the two guys in the back, right, they put on seatbelts because they know things are going down after they get attacked. So I was like, mm-hmm. what's up with that? And then we had the whole, you know, attack and wreck and everything else. Well, they're all in the safety. They remember the story about Jax. Right, but it that was, you know, a good bell ringer right there. Something's wrong. Why did they know to put on seatbelts? Because, you know, just they had music going on, but it wasn't yeah. a normal everyday thing. Okay, so that was our clue one. Yeah, and no one got killed. <laughs> if this was anybody else, they would have shot them all and everybody would have died. This is true. Because you don't want a witness. You especially don't want to show your tattoo on a witness, but, you know. Especially if you're stealing from the Galindo cartel. Yeah, you don't Even want if to, you don't know it's the Galindo cartel. No, yeah, you especially don't want to steal from them. That, that's always a bad thing. Yeah. This, so we find out that it was the Samoans that actually uh, hijacked their shipment. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the fact that we have so many different groups in this in the show already. Oh, yeah, we're already throwing them out there. All sorts of places. And... We know about the tunnels that go across to Mexico, which was kind of mm-hmm. cool. 
because one of the members got a little on the shot side there. Yeah. Yeah. And that led to a very funny scene. What was his name? Uh, let me see. Um, I can give you all the names. Let me see. I don't know his, his I don't know his name. Um, we have Bishop, who's the president. And so he wasn't there. It was uh, Riz Taza. Coco is the funny one. Coco is hilarious. And is always making jokes about different things. Uh, you've probably seen him in Lethal Weapon and American right. Crime and some other mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Okay. Um, Trank and Creeper. I think it was Creeper. I'm not positive on that, but I thought it, it may have been. It kind of rings a bell. That was funny because he's a cross editor, you know, in Mexico, being treated by a doctor. Everybody's speaking Spanish except for him. He has no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Doesn't understand anything. They're talking about the sex chains, you know, and everything else. I thought that was hilarious because. He's the only one who has no clue what's going on. It reminded me a lot of, you know, some son's exploits that they would have, like a Bobby Tig thing going on, you know, something like that. Yeah, like that helped that helped a lot with um, lightening up some of the darker moments of the show. Like the, the other thing I liked about the show, um, besides the humor, is like the brotherhood. Like that's going to help the show a lot, I think. And yeah, well, we got the two brothers. But there's also well, not, not not even not. I wasn't talking about the brothers, even though that's going to be an interesting relationship, especially right. with the father involved. But like just the brotherhood uh, part of like the whole MC. Well, that's like the a whole different family. Thing. Well, that, that's a different thing with the MC because we already know also that the MC is split. There's two factions of it. Yeah, and we know that by the end of the episode. Because Alvarez doesn't want to change anything he's doing because of. Some deal that happened with his grandpa years back or something like that. So would, would this have been the deal uh, that they made with the cartel after Jax gave up what they were doing, I like would running think, the drugs? I would think that would be the deal that they did. Yeah. Yeah. So the 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Time jumps. <laughs> so, yeah. A lot going on there. So we have the two factions of the MC that are trying to change things and get ahead. And because there's a spot. I mean, it's all the one guy. And I don't know the names right off the bat of everybody that was there. Which guy? The he was like the bigger bearded guy. He took the bag that Uh-oh. they found in the Samoans yeah. truck, you know. And Easy saw that. And he saw him with the bag and you know mm-hmm. how the bag ended up there. Clue number two. Right. So you know something's going down with that. The shootout there with the Samoans was pretty good. That was a decent little attack. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then we had the um, whole thing where Sam Dean showed up um, for Robert Patrick's Les Packer character. Well, He's the president of the San Bernardino chapter of the Suns. And that was the second tie-in to the Suns. You know, the Reaper yeah. has landed. I'm like, all but right, yeah. The third tie-in. We had Gemma, yeah. the Crows, and then the Reapers. That's right, yeah. I, I was excited. I was like, wait a minute. Who is that? Is that Tig? I but, did, too. Uh, I stopped it. I was like, look at who's in the bikes. Who is this? Yeah. It has to be somebody we know. And it's the cheapest actor they could get. <laughs> I hope we, I, hey, Robert Patrick, man. I'd say he's probably, well, I wouldn't say he's the cheapest actor they could get. It was the whole he, fact that he wasn't a massive tie-in to Sam Crow, who would be well, nowhere uh, in the area. Happy showing up. Well, the, they were nowhere in the area. That chat, The Redwood chapter is like way up north, right? That's, uh, that's a yeah. big, long drive. NorCal. Because I've been told that California is pretty long. Yes, like longer than Texas, apparently. It's a long drive. We have a chance at some point in time to maybe see some of these other faces. I would say with the way that they're doing the flashbacks with Easy going to jail and everything else, 
there could be some tie-ins at that point because they were the uh, uh, friends with the Mayans at that point in jail. Yes. So there's, you know, there's a little bit that could go there. We could get some something happening or just somebody in the background or what. And it it could be just as simple as having Gemma in there too, right? She's just in the background watching, but it's a tie-in. And they could show them and, you know, just get somebody in there to do their thing. It wouldn't be that hard. I'm sure... I would be totally uh, blown away if at some point we did not see Otto <laughs> in the show. Oh God! Just, <laughs> right, just, so then it would have to be set in season three, then. Right. If we, I would, if we did not see him, I would be so surprised because it was yeah. just, just lingering in his cell or something like that. You know. <laughs> he said he was done, man. I I know he said he was done, but I still see it <laughs> happening. I could still see him. Just jumping in there and doing it. And just and because for guys, everybody... For those who don't know, we're talking about Otto, who was also played by Kurt Sutter. Right. Just because everybody would go like batshit crazy at that point. It was like, oh my God, oh my... you know, that's, it would happen. That would be really cool. I could just see it. It's, the fan base would just go crazy on it. I'd be down for that. Okay, so what else did we learn about this show? Um, okay, so we learned that Easy was previously in prison. We don't know exactly why. I think the DEA agent mentioned something about him killing a cop. He did. But we don't know everything that happened with that, right? No, we don't. Uh, we know it was eight years ago. This is as much as we know. We right. also know that that is when their mother disappeared because when Easy was talking to his brother, his brother was asking if his pops, uh, Felipe Rez, so say we all, Edward James Olmos. <laughs> yes. Adama. Adama. Always Adama. So say we all. Uh, he said that he doesn't talk about his mother either. So. See, and, and I took that to mean she was dead. But okay, I'll uh, take it that she disappeared. No, no, I'm going with the fact that we don't know. I'm saying she's right. dead. And somehow maybe this cop being dead was part of why Easy was in jail. Yeah, because he was on the road to good things. He was he was either already at Stanford or he was Stanford bound and he had his little girlfriend and they were all in love and right. apparently expecting a baby. Right. Yeah. And something going down. So maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up at the moment. But like, you know, Easy's mother is killed by a cop and he goes crazy and shoots a cop or at the same time or, you know. <laughs> I, or I something know. happens and he's covering for his brother. Yeah, exactly. Something of that nature. We don't know. We just know he was in there for 20 years and he broke up with his girlfriend. Well, he had a 20-year sentence. sentence. And he got off early because he's made some kind of deal with the DEA to help bring down the Galindo cartel. But he wants to protect his brother and the MC. And his dad, Edward James, almost knows about it. Right. And the DEA made it look like they had to throw the case out because the cop was dirty, which may have been true. Mm-hmm. We won't know until later. So that's how he got in with the club. Okay, and instead of calling him Adama and Edward James almost, we, we should really start calling him Felipe. I know, we'll do that. And if you have not watched Battlestar Galactica, please What is wrong it. with you? Just watch the remake. It's the most amazing show that you will ever see. So Edward, say we all. Uh, I have a story to tell you later. Edward, not you guys, Brad, because, yeah, stuff. Edward James almost, the, the most amazing actor ever. He is awesome, and yeah. So say we all. So say we all. Okay. But yeah, so he's involved with the whole thing and he's been passing notes between um, Easy and the DEA agent. And I love how they do this. Like, of course, uh, the father, he's not in the MC or anything. He has a, was it Concini Sierra? Mm -hmm. I said that wrong, but he's basically the butcher. 
And um, I guess the DE agent comes in whenever they want to pass a message and he, he requests an order and um, the dad wraps up the message within <laughs> a package with meat and everything. And he takes a message for his son. Because that's how you do it. I of mean, course. It, like it, You can escape suspicion that way. And I guess he had to explain to his dad why he was joining um, the, the MC. He couldn't have been too happy about that. No. I almost think there's a little bit more about him that we don't know about as well because either Alvarez, it wasn't Alvarez, somebody said something about their old man, mm-hmm. about Easy's old man, and it, it came up. And so it was brought, so like, I don't know, he's OG or something from the past or something. There's something else more about him that we don't know about. Possibly. And it's just, it's one of those things we're going to have to wait for and see if it comes up. But I do believe there's a whole lot more behind his character than just a guy who's selling meat. Yeah, or maybe he's like his character is like Jimmy Smith's character was on the other show, where um, he used to be connected and like he's not involved in it anymore at all. Right. But that was like he was in the gang. No, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly like that. He, he was he was somewhere connected in the gang, but now he's not. Right, but like not in the AMC. Right. Yeah, no, not in the MC. And something in the street. Like, yeah, Jimmy Smith's character and Sons of Anarchy. He's in the street gang of something of right. that nature. There is something else there that we will find out about later in the future. Yes. Um, we do also find out some other stuff about Easy's past. Um, like I said earlier, his um, girl who he'd been in love with, she wanted to stay with him throughout his 20-year sentence. And he was like, nah. And she was like, wait a minute. Okay, if you're going to make a decision about us, how about I make this decision? And she slapped down this sonogram. Like, what, what is that? And then she runs out and he all freaks out. And then there's Gemma and hits a cop and hits a cop. That can't a be couple, good. A couple of guards. That's not going to be good for him. No. And Gemma's like, Oh wow. But yeah. So either easy has a secret kid out there in the world somewhere, or she got rid of it. And that's where I'm wondering, where did the kid end up at? Right. And how did she get involved with um, the head of the cartel? I don't know. That part was kind of, I mean, Miguel me. Galindo is hot. I know he but, saw her and she saw him and there was like one of those moments, but then we find out who she's hooked up with and mm-hmm. yeah. I, and I knew it. I knew it as soon as he said, yeah, I, I need to go spend some time with my family. And I knew some other stuff that was going to go down by the end of the episode too. Thanks to uh, the chick with the Los Olvidados. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, we find out that Angel, Easy's brother, was actually involved with the whole heist and stealing from the cartel. And he was working with the Samoans and um, we all go to the, I guess, was it the hideout of the Los Olvidados? Yes. All right. And um, like, they're going to take down the the cartel. Like that's what they're going to be doing. So that you have the DEA on one side, trying to take down the cartel legally mm-hmm. <laughs> with the, the help of easy. But then you have uh, the, the Los Olvidados where it's just a, basically a bunch of kids who have been, um, touched in some way by the Galindo cartel. Basically, their family have their family members have either been murdered or disappeared thanks to the cartel. And um, these kids, they want revenge, and uh, they intend to make something of uh, Miguel's disappear as well. And it's going to be his baby boy, his little prince. Yeah, because they're following her at the end of it, which you know they're up to yeah. something. And oh, you know exactly what they're up to. Well, yeah, because the text message was the, like a emoji of a baby and a thumbs up. Yeah, and what did she say? The rabbit says jump. Yep, the rabbit says jump. And yeah, they all put on their creepy little mask and go to town. Yeah, so both the Olvidados and the cartel are scary as F. 
And um, mostly Miguel, because he has that raincoat on, like once they go at the Samoan guy, mm-hmm. like that was messed up. Yeah, that was very messed up because he knew it was going to end well for the Samoan guy, but it really didn't end well for him. First, no. he got his ear shot off, which had to hurt, but then he got his arm cut off, which had to hurt even worse. And then he bled out. Well, that was definitely going to happen. Well, yeah. They that, cut off his whole arm, yeah. and then they were going after the other one. Yeah, but then, then he told him everything. I was like, dude, you didn't know you were going to die right now? You could have just I mean, went out. you lost that arm, and actually, the, the cartel knows you stole from them. Like, you weren't going to make it out of that meeting either way. Just a matter of uh, how hard, how bad is it going to hurt you before you get out of it? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of cool things in the episode. I'm kind of looking forward to the next one. I, I kind of. I'm looking forward to the next one. I just, it's a different feel. And I don't know if it's because we watched Sons of Anarchy first. I was like, I needed something more to pull me in. But then I realized there is a lot in there that still pulled me in. I just, yeah, it's a different yeah. feel to the whole thing. Um, so over on the, the Facebook group, uh, John Vanover, he had mentioned that we like we had already had a connection with our old group with Sam Crow, with uh, Tig and Bobby mm-hmm. and like all their characters. But like if you think about it, we watched that pilot. We didn't know anybody. Um, we just kind of got in with with Jack. So we slowly got to know who everybody was throughout all the different seasons. So like. We, we have that connection and we keep trying to make that same connection with this show and trying to say, oh, this is like this and he's like her. I mean, she's like this character and and this is going to be like this. But we have to go into this as if it's a it's a new show because it is a new show. It's a new story. These are new characters. So we have to be willing to give them a chance. Um, they gave us a lot of details, a lot of a lot of new characters. And like I'm intrigued. Um, I'm definitely sucked in already. And they have me waiting to see what's going to happen next. They gave us a lot of different new groups and like, they've really set this up well and I'm, I'm willing to give them a, a chance to see where the story goes. Right. Like I know we, we talked, we talked about sons for what, seven years. <laughs> and like now is the time for new stories. We're in a new place. Uh, we have actors that we already love uh, with Edward James almost. And some of the other folks, uh, Marcus Alvarez is back. And it's, it's, we're here. It's a new story. Let's give them a shot. It's very cool. Um, We should say one other thing about the episode that you might have noticed. There was not a Jesus Christ at all going on. And why is that? Jesus Christ. Well, I don't know, but there was a praying uh, Mary and she had like bullet shells all over her. Did you you, see that at the church? Yeah. Did you you see their table? Their awesome table. Uh, she's a patron saint of some of there's, there's a patron saint on it. I'll find out what it is and we'll bring it up next time. Okay. But the Jesus Christ in sons of anarchy, as we all know was uh fuck. <laughs> so that's exactly <laughs> what it was. It's what it stood for. They couldn't oh. do it. Now, since then, since actually sons of anarchy ended, uh, networks have gotten a little bit more lax in that. If you're on cable, you can get away with a lot more. Uh, should you have watched like blood drive on sci-fi network that's that show dropped so many f-bombs i lost count in the first episode (laughs) and there's a lot of other shows that do that on amc there was the one with um what's his name i forgot what his name was guy who played mad max and everything else uh anyhow it doesn't matter there's been other shows on there where they drop the F-bomb a lot, too. And what happens is now that they can do that, they just end up getting the, the TV MA rating. 
Tom Hardy. And yeah, that's yeah. Tom Hardy. I forgot what the name of the show was, but it was awesome. It was on AMC. But that's how they can get away with this now. And so now we're just like, oh my god, they're saying it now. And even if they could have said that in Sons of Anarchy, they couldn't have done it because they'd already set the precedent with everybody saying Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. It was really... Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. Tell, you can tell them about the audio you did. Jesus Christ. I actually... When we were doing the Watchers Anarchy podcast, I actually had a montage of Jesus Christ throughout the whole entire series thing that was literally like 20 minutes long, I think. It was it was crazy. <laughs> it was all they the, said it a lot. It was all the Jesus Christ. It was a whole lot of them. So, yeah. So anyhow, that's why you may have heard that, and that's what the TVMA rating is for. That's why this is not on at seven o'clock. There you go. And I, I, I like the way they did it because it was just it wasn't over the top. It was where it should be. Yeah, it was a good start. Yes, definitely. All right, uh, and no montages. No more. No montage. What? Yeah, it's gonna. I happen. love the music in this. No, but I love the music in this so far. And again, can we talk about their church? I'm gonna be cheating on sons with this church. I loved it. Like they left the cell phones at the door, and the church looked awesome. And when we start church, church, that's where in their clubhouse where um, the officers meet. So you have the president, the vice president. Um, well, you got a secretary, the treasurer, the enforcer. You know. Okay. Okay. So there is an enforcer because I was. I want to say enforcer. Okay. But yeah. So you have all those people, and of course, Easy wasn't allowed in because he's just a prospect. Right. I did like his gavel, though. That was a pretty cool gavel. Yeah, and the table is amazing. Yes. I kind of like that better than the Reaper. Don't so, kill me. Yes, so if you uh, speak Spanish, read Spanish, uh, translate what's on the patches for us because I my Spanish is horrible. Which one? Which part? All um, of them. You know, some the- of the stuff that's on their... On their um, like under the vice president and vice president and everything else. Oh, like I'm what just, their roles are. Cause yeah, I, just, like I said, I got the Santo Padre. That's where they are. Those assassinos de Dios, uh, God's assassins. Right. And I was, just, I was just curious what some of that stuff meant and exactly what it was. Cause you know, different clubs have different titles for different places. And so this just, is true. Just wondering. Okay. You got anything yeah. else on this? No. Um, no, um, that was pretty. Oh, th- that scene where Easy saves the kid who stole the tamale. I thought it was a piece like, of corn. Huh? I thought it was a piece of corn. Oh, it could have been corn. I thought it was a tamale. It wasn't a churro. Uh, we know bad things happen when you get churros. <laughs> Only if you're in Northern California. Okay. And the guy who gives them to you, his name's Happy. <laughs> this is true. Oh, which was Alvarez's uh, son. Mm. Anyhow, sidetracked. Interesting. Spoiler. Interesting. But yeah, um, I like that scene and um, where we got the whole spray painting thing, where we find out that they've been spray painting the, the Mata El Diablo. And again, you're getting little little tidbits and breadcrumbs, and and Easy is making note of everything, and he figures out that this chick is with the Los Olvidados, and they're trying to kill the devil and resurrect Mexico, and they're trying to save it from the Galindo cartel. So, yay, yay for that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in. Like just like easy, I'm all in. Okay, cool. That's awesome. We'll go ahead and keep doing this one then. And Jax is stuck in a dog. Yeah, he's stuck in a dog. That's right. Or that crow. It's hard hard to tell. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other amazing shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. 
Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, you can drop a comment below. You can go visit one of our Facebook groups. You can visit us on Twitter. Uh, again, the Facebook groups are Brad and Court Talk or uh, Watchers of Anarchy. Yes. We also have an email address. It's bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. Uh, while we may not read your entire email on um, the podcast, uh, we'll, of course, read the email and I will mention um, highlights from it just because we want to try to keep this short. Uh, for our previous podcast, we used to go for hours, but we're, we're trying not to do that, you guys. Literally, our last podcast that we did of the series was four and a half hours long. Not no. <laughs> It was. Yeah. We had so many emails and then we had everybody in the chat. So many voicemails, so, so much fun. And yeah. it kind of like... We're done. Yeah, we're, we're keeping it. We're keeping it low key on this one. We'll bring stuff up, but we're not going that far. Ooh, we're I, I need Marco to call in for a Chibs impression, though. <laughs> Marco. Uh, okay. Marco. Well, call, call, call us. <laughs> we don't, we'll we, figure it out. We don't have a voicemail anymore. We'll figure it out. Or I'll, I'll give you Susan's information. You can go call her. <laughs> okay, Brad. Fine. Okay. Well, until we'll next time. We'll figure out, Marco. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Until next time. Oh, wow. Hmm. Say goodnight, girls. Goodnight, girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.